Hey my friend, I hope you are doing great today and welcome to this episode of The Chicho where we consciously deepen our inner peace. So, let me fix this quickly. All right, so this week we talk about expressing ourselves, specifically, well, more broadly, the communication aspect of the sadhana approach which is more concentrated on self-expression. So the, the, the communication, again, with, I think I'm getting a little bit better with my drawing. <laughs> the, the communication aspect of the, the sadhana approach. So if, you, if you've been here in the last few weeks, you probably remember this. This is the, the sadhana approach is a, an approach that I developed about uh, five years ago uh, with 15 years of professional practice at first as a coach and then uh, slowly transforming into a teacher and a guide. And also, uh, I was reflecting on that uh, last month because I was celebrating 15 years of uh, professional practice, but I was also I'm, I'm really close to 25 years of personal practice. And uh, that's, <laughs> that was really, uh, that's, that was quite a realization that I've been, uh, you know, trying stuff since 1997, uh, when I first read my, my, when I read my first book of personal development, and then I've been hooked ever since. So the, the Sadhana approach, it's an approach to help you um, move more freely and go deeper into your own self-knowledge on your journey, on your path that you chose, that you're going on right now. So either a personal path, professional path, or a little bit of uh, you know, everything with social and family and relationships. The, the Sadhana approach won't tell you where to go but it's going to help you to get there and to enjoy the process by deepening, helping you deepen your inner peace. So why would we spend uh, time and energy and resources on deepening our inner peace? Well, my belief from what I understood in all those years of personal and professional practice is that inner peace is one of the two main component of lasting happiness. So when we deepen our inner peace and when we bring the joy to any situation, that is when we create, by, by connecting both, that's when we create happiness. And by continuously deepening our inner peace and continuously bringing the joy to any situation, then we can create those little moments of happiness and one at the putting them end to end together, then we create lasting happiness. So that's why I developed the approach to, uh, to help people, me included, because I'm the first one that's, uh, that's using that approach, to help us uh, move forward on our path in, during our journey and to really deepen our inner peace. So if you've been here uh, the last four, now four or five weeks, I'm going over each element of the approach and we deep, deep dive 
one, one element per week. So the approach is based on those seven elements, which are linked with the seven main chakras of the body. And the idea is to go from self-ignorance to self-acceptance. And why those two elements in particular? Well, when we ignore ourselves, when we ignore what's going on inside and the messages that our body, our soul is, is uh, telling us or giving us, we, ha we are in a place where, from the, a Buddhist perspective, is the ultimate place of suffering. Because we don't take the time to learn about ourselves, we can't do anything about that suffering. Because suffering is ongoing pain, so pain is inevitable. We have many pains throughout like every single day when we, we lose something, when we, uh, you know, we don't get what we want, or sometimes even when we do get what we want, it comes with a, you know, a side effect that we don't want. Uh, so pain is inevitable, but suffering is holding on to the pain. And usually we do that unconsciously. We don't consciously hold on to pain to, to suffer. But when we are self-ignorant, when we don't know that we're holding on to pain, that's when suffering uh, ensures, uh, that's when we create suffering. So the idea is to go from self-ignorance and the, to take one or multiple or all of them, all the paths inward to get to the self-acceptance. So when we are on the outside, we're suffering and slowly one step at a time on each step that we take on one of the seven paths towards self-acceptance, we build or we deepen our self-knowledge. So the knowledge of ourselves inside, uh, outside, like how we, how we are, how we communicate, our intuition, our spirituality, our relationships. So those seven subjects or those seven elements, uh, well, those seven subjects of self-knowledge are the seven elements of the sadhana approach. And today we are going to, to dive a bit deeper into the element of communication. And we are, the, the, the path that we will take on, <clears throat> the path that we will take is the blue, the light blue one, the path of self-expression. So in the past uh, few uh, weeks, we went through the path, the element, the physical element, which is the path of self-awareness. And then second week, we went through, uh, well, we focused on the emotional element, then on the identity, how we, how we perceive ourselves and how we choose. We saw that the, during that presentation that we can choose we can decide who we are, how we show up. So we basically choose and model our own identity, how we decide to show up. Whether we do that unconsciously by holding thoughts like I'm not enough or I'm not, you know, I'm not good, uh, you know, I'm not tall enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, or I'm, you know, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm something else that is not supportive. 
that's in, unconsciously. So when we hold those thoughts, unconsciously, we create our identity. And um, we can also flip that, that, that coin, if I can say, <laughs> or flip that way and consciously decide who we are and how we show up into, uh, into the world and into relationships. And the relationship one, the relationship element, was last week's uh, presentation when we deep down, we uh, uh, deep dived, <laughs> we deep dive into that uh, element with the, um, the path of self-love. So this week, it's all about communication and self-expression. It's more specifically about the expression of the self, how we express ourselves. Communication is, you know, the science of everything that happens when two humans are communicating with, uh, with each other. So it, it can, uh, you know, through communication, you can understand how you communicate. You can understand how the other person receives the message. There are many, many elements that you can, uh, you know, you can analyze and study and tweak if you need to. Today, we're going to concentrate on ourselves. So the, the way we express ourselves to the outside world. We don't, uh, obviously, we cannot control what happens <laughs> once we, we express ourselves. So we can only manage how we express ourselves, what we say and how we say it to be um, the, the, to, to get to, to the point, I guess, to, to get to have uh, the, the point of communication is to be understood. We communicate everything that we, we do in communicating when we speak, when we, we don't speak, that's another form of communication, how we dress, how we, we set up our, our home, how we, we, how we walk, where we hang out, who we hang out with. It's all ways that we communicate who we are. So it's important, well, it's, it's relevant to focus a little bit of time on how we already communicate and to see if it, it represents who we are. You know, to make a, a quick link with the, 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 the past weeks, when we decide our identity, we saw that it, it uh, transforms the way we think and the way we act. I was giving the example a couple of weeks ago that uh, for somebody that is uh, trying to manage their weight and, you know, diets don't work or it's like the yo-yo the effect and there's nothing quite satisfactory about it, then that person can see themselves as already being healthy. And it's not about faking it till you make it. It's really about thinking, like deciding that you're a healthy person and then thinking, okay, as a healthy person, what are the choices that I would make? And by making those choices, then obviously the health of that person is gonna be uh, slowly align itself with those choices that are coming from a healthy state of mind and from a healthy person. So when we do that, we choose our identity, it changes the way we, we think and the way we, we act. 
which both are ways that, are, that we express ourselves. And when we express ourselves through those ways, it has an impact on the person that's, that's receiving that message. So a quick, uh, a quick example, I just finished uh, moving. <coughs> and as you can see behind me, like I have the uh, uh, kind of a weird light, a little bit weird lighting, <laughs> and I don't have uh, any background. So all those, all, all those elements are ways that I, that they're elements that I use to express myself, to communicate something with you. And now, even if I, I chose my identity, so I chose how I show up, I chose how I dressed, then I, I noticed when I set up everything that, you know, the, the lighting kind of gives me a little bit of a, you know, darker, <laughs> darker tone, uh, no background. So, it's a more, much more simpler um, approach or setup. And for me, I, I have, uh, it, it doesn't quite communicate what I want to communicate when I do the, the chit show. It's fine for, for today. It does the job and I will tweak some stuff for next week and I will communicate more. I will um, align my communication more to who I want to show up as. So communication, or I say expression, self-expression goes into the, the really, really uh, minor uh, details. You can, you can express yourself in thousands and thousands of ways by even with only one message. You can express yourself through, you know, through video like this, through messages, uh, using different uh, emojis, you can paint, you can, uh, you can dance to express something, uh, you can uh, do, um, uh, you know, sign languages, uh, you can do, what, you can express yourself in thousands of ways. What we're going to focus on today is how we express ourselves and what is the, uh, what meaning do we, do we give to what we say. And the idea for the, uh, as you remember, the sadhana approach, each, each path has its purpose. So there is a purpose to go, like the red one is the physical one, so to uh, invest yourself in deepening your inner peace through the physical path and then the emotional path and the identity path. So now we're on the self-expression, the blue one, and the purpose of uh, deepening or engaging on that path, use, focusing on the element of communication or uh, expression and going deep in the, uh, the path of self-expression, the purpose is to be authentic always. So to to strive, I know it's a, it's, it's a, a pretty, pretty big uh, ask to, be, to always be authentic, but it's always, uh, it's, it's really relevant to strive for always being authentic or as authentic, authentic as we can be. We can always be 100% authentic. That's a personal choice. Well, I believe that we can 
choose to, to be authentic as much as we want or as little as we want. Um, but by being authentic, or I would say the more authentic we, we, ha we are in our communication, the more, we, the more we say what we mean and we mean what we say, which is quite similar, but at the same time, there's good, there's good differences in both. The more we do that, the more we align our communication with who we are, then that's when the, the peace, the inner peace gets deepened because the more we, we are authentic, when we say what we mean and we mean what we say, then we don't have to worry about our words coming back to, to haunt us or you know somebody finding out that we lied or anything. It's really the more authentic we are in the way we communicate, the more relaxed we will be. So, and that goes in how we express ourselves verbally. So when we meet somebody and we want to say something, one thing, and then something else comes out, uh, comes out, then we're gonna uh, um, automatically kind of disconnect from the uh, the relationship and the discussion. We get into our head, and then we we start thinking like. Is the, the other person that they noticed that I, I didn't I was I wasn't really authentic on that or I didn't quite say the truth or did they notice that uh, you know I, I I didn't know what to say and I just blurted something out so when we are in our head obviously we are we're stressed and we disconnect from the relationship and the the conversation so the idea is to be authentic as much as we can say, again, say what we mean, mean what we say. That doesn't mean we say every single thing that goes through our mind. It's not about not having any filters. It's about being comfortable and being at ease while we say something, while we express ourselves, and after, to, don't, to not have any you know, regrets or second thoughts about what we express. And as I shared, it can go with... Um, you know, what we say, what we wear, if we wear a certain, uh, a certain outfit and we find that, you know, eh, it's, not, it's not super comfortable or I feel out of place where I, I'm going, then all that will cause stress. And obviously it's, it's uh, the, the opposite of deepening our inner peace. More stress, it's, it's kind of difficult to bring the joy in those moments and then we cannot enjoy like deeply enjoy every moment that we we have in that situation so it's relevant to flip the process and deal with um well not deal with but choose how we want to show up and what how we want to express ourselves so i got a little bit of an uh, an exercise to just to think through to um to work a little bit on that path of self-expression and to check if we say what we mean and we mean what we say. So before we jump into the exercise, uh, I have a little, uh, my, my note here to remind you that all those presentations that I do on uh, the Insight Timer app are available as replays on the, uh, on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. So. Uh, if you're on the Insight Timer app 
right now and you want to, well, obviously after, <laughs> after this presentation, hopefully, and you want to go see uh, what the, uh, the, uh, the Sadhana approach is all about, then you can go on my Insight Timer uh, teacher profile and there's a link there that will get you all the information about the, the chit show. So, and also the, um, uh, the replays, oh yeah, the following, uh, if you want to be, um, uh, if you want to, to get notices through emails, uh, either on what I, I put uh, live or when I go live, then you can go on my profile and click the, the follow following button and uh, following or subscribe, something like that. And then you can have all those notifications. So, oh yeah, and one more. <laughs> it's a good thing that I put notes because uh, I, would, I would forget to fully express myself. You see, that's one, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Last element, uh, what we're doing now like you, you are listening to me. I'm, uh, you know, presenting the different aspects of the sadhana approach, which is great information. You have, you will have this knowledge afterwards. But if you stop there, if you just grab the knowledge and then say, okay, I know, I know that I can move on and do something else, and it, that works for anything. You, you read a book, uh, you see a, you watch a webinar you go to a, a conference or whatever, you get the knowledge, which is really relevant, but if you don't do anything with the knowledge, then obviously the knowledge is a little bit useless. So the, the second part of the equation to really change your habits and really deep dive in uh, any type of method or approach that you want to eventually master the second part is the experience. So you need to experience what you learn so you can really link both together. And the same thing as if you just get the knowledge and don't do anything with it, then after a while it becomes a little bit, it, it's too much knowledge, so you forget it and uh, it becomes a little bit useless. On the flip side, if you just do the, uh, the experience, so you go from... Uh, you know, session to session and uh, from retreat to retreat and without really knowing what's going on and why some stuff work and why some stuff doesn't, don't, doesn't work, then all those experiences will not teach you. It, it, they, they won't guide you as much as they could if you understood what was going on. So the best idea is to know something, get to know something, and then apply it. So a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of experience, and when you connect both, that's when you retain uh, up to 90% of what you learn. When you learn it, and then you put it into practice, your retention rate goes up, like skyrockets, all right? So for that, for that experience, Part, what I suggest is that next weekend, next Sunday, it's the, uh, the new moon. So on April 11th, yes, April 11th at 11, 11 a.m. So it's going to be a really uh, special day, <laughs> 11, 11, 11. We will go through the Sadhana approach with exercises. So it's a workshop 
for two hours. We go through the exercises one by one and it's almost fully on the experience side. So once you get the knowledge, you can uh, join us. Well, you don't have to have the knowledge, but when you get some of the knowledge, you have some tonight, then you can join us on April 11th for the experience, the full experience of the Sadhana approach. And by connecting both knowledge and experience, then your, your understanding, your self-awareness, your self-knowledge will grow in a way that it helps you deepen your inner peace even, even much, even farther. So I hope that you will be, that you will join us next week at 11, April 11th at 11, 11 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time on the Insight Timer app. So after this uh, presentation, if you want to go on my, if you want to get a reminder, you can go on my profile and look for the lives and click on attend and you will get a notification uh, next week that the, the workshop is, uh, is coming up. So having said that, let's go through, let's go back to self-expression and work a little bit with, uh, with what we, we covered today. And as usual, if you have any questions or comments, I invite you to put them in the, in the chat and we, we can make this a, an interaction. So the, the exercise that I have to, uh, to really start playing around with that, uh, that, uh, that communication and deepening that self-expression is the, the exercise that to ask yourself the question, did I say what I mean? And what I meant and did I meant what I say? So the difference is that I can say what I mean in a certain situation, but if I don't say everything, it, the, the question to reverse the question is relevant. Did I really mean, did I really meant what I say when I said that? So, and vice versa, if I don't say something, did I really meant to not say that, to not approach the, the subject or to not, you know, bring the issue up? So I suggest, I suggest, I invite you to take one moment in the recent, uh, in the recent past, maybe, you know, um, a conversation that you had with one of your, your kids. Uh, it could be uh, with a conversation or maybe some, some type of resistance that uh, you had with your partner, uh, you know, and anything that that can uh, that brings a little bit of uh, um, resistance or that is unset not unsettling, but uh, that is not quite you're not quite at ease with what you you shared or how the communication uh, went. So if you're because you know coming back to uh, at the beginning. If you're fully comfortable with what you said and how the communication or how the conversation went, then you don't have to, you don't have regrets, you don't have, you know, second thoughts, you don't have to uh, ask yourself, like, you know, was it, was I authentic? Did I say everything that I shared what I wanted to share? Was I, did I meant what I said? You don't have to ask those questions because you're at peace with what you expressed. So 
take a moment where you're, you know, you have doubts, you know, maybe it could be just a comment that you, you shared with somebody and the person, it, it felt like the person didn't really either understood it or, you know, maybe it was a joke and he, uh, the, other, the other person didn't, didn't get it or it got hurt by it. So take a, a moment to, to just remember a, a conversation, like a moment in that conversation where you say like, mm, maybe I should have said that differently. And when you got it, what I suggest is that you, you close your eyes and you put your hands on your heart, if that's comfortable for you, obviously. So when you get that moment, you close your eyes, put your hands on your heart, and we're gonna take deep breaths to just recenter ourselves. And then we're gonna revisit that moment with the questions that I, I shared earlier. So eyes closed, hands on heart, deep breath. Hold it at the top, two seconds, exhale. And when you exhale, make sure to, to make a little bit of a noise, a little bit of a ha sigh to really uh, expel the extra energy. So another breath. Hold it on top and exhale. And then one more deep breath. Hold it and exhale. All right. So now you can uh, you can open your eyes, you can keep your eyes closed if you want. Ask yourself this. When I expressed myself in that specific situation, did I say what I meant to say? If I meant to say, I love you, did I say I love you? Or did I say, hey, you know, I appreciate you. <laughs> It's not exactly the same. And the other person feels the difference between I love you and hey, I, I appreciate you. So did I say what I meant to say? Exactly what I meant to say. What, you know, what came up inside me, in my head and in my heart? Did I say that? Or did I say something different? Because, you know, maybe I was afraid that the, the other person would take it too seriously or I thought that the other person wouldn't understand. So did I really say what I meant at that moment? And then you can take a deep breath and feel the, the answer. I'll give you a hint. If you feel a little bit of resistance or a little bit uncomfortable with the conversation, you probably did not truly and really said what you meant. You may have, you know, twisted some words or taken a, you know, the long route or a shortcut, but until you really say what you mean to say, that you're truly authentic in that communication, if it's, let's take, for example, if it's with your partner, then until you are fully and deeply authentic on that subject with your partner, you will have some type of resistance and some type of either regrets or second, uh, second thoughts or doubts 
about how the conversation went. So if when you ask yourself, did I really say what I meant to say? If the answer is no, not really, or no, you didn't, then I would suggest, I'd strongly suggest that you revisit that conversation with that person to really express, to really say what you meant to say. A second element, a second question, if we want to come back to the state we were, so closed eyes, hands on heart, remember that situation, one deep breath, hold at the top and exhale. And then ask yourself the second question, remembering what you said, did you really mean what you said? So those might, they, they, they are intimately linked, but there is a little bit of a difference that is really relevant, not just for you on the way you express yourself, but the way the other person receives the, uh, the message that you shared. So let's say a conversation with your partner, you meant to say what you really wanted to say, what you really meant to say is I love you. And what you said instead is a uh, good job. Let's, let's say that. Okay. So for you, it, it was like you wanted to recognize your partner and really tell him or her that you love them. And instead you, you know, you took a different approach. You meant what, what you meant was to express love, to express, you know, recognition and support. And you said, good job. So you didn't say exactly what you meant, but did you meant what you say? Did you really meant it when you said, good job? Maybe you did, which is great. Sometimes when we don't say what we mean, sometimes it happens that what we say, we don't mean what we said. So you know, uh, when we get nervous, we say something and then we are instantly regret it. In those moments, we don't mean what we say. So it goes both ways. And the idea is to, uh, is to be authentic as much as we can in both instances. So saying what we mean, what's in our heart and really what's in our head and whatever we share, we need to mean what we say. And when we have it both ways, that's when we know that we don't have any second thoughts, any regrets on what happened on the communication. And we know that we can, uh, you know, we can wrap up that conversation and move to something else. If there's one of those two ways that we didn't say exactly what we meant or and slash or uh, what we said, we didn't meant it. We didn't mean what we say, we, uh, we didn't meant what we said, <laughs> then it's, it's definitely worth revisiting that conversation with that person and really expressing, you know what, uh, yesterday when I said good job, I didn't really mean good job. What I really meant is I love you. And that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say I love you, but 
I got scared or I got, uh, you know, I got confused or it, it kind of, I, I rushed in and I, I didn't really think about it and I said, good job. But what I really meant was I love you. It had nothing to do with your job. It was to support you directly. When you do that, when you revisit a, a conversation that was either awkward or, you know, uh, unbalanced or that didn't really feel good, when you revisit that conversation and you really put all your authenticity in it, in your message that you share with the other person, that will create a moment of healing. It will heal you because you won't have any doubts or regrets anymore. And it will heal the other person because they will receive your real intention. They will receive your authenticity and to be authentic, you need to be present and you need to be engaged in the conversation. And that's when you offer the, the other person a way to understand. And from that understanding, then they can heal. Because what you said, good job, that's what they got. That's what they heard. And when they, if they expected to hear I love you and you said good job, then it's, it's really disappointing for them. It can even be hurtful for them. So it's really relevant to revisit that conversation and to rebalance your, your I would say, your levels, to rebalance what you said and what you meant. And it's when those two are, um, are balanced at the same level, that's when you know that you are authentic. And again, I said it goes with what you say, with uh, how you act, it goes with uh, how you dress, it can go with anything. So as soon as you express yourself, as, you, as soon as you communicate something, this technique, this self-verification to say, okay, did I, did I said what I meant? And from what I said, did I meant it when I said that? When you do that double verification, if your answer is not yes and yes, then you can revisit that conversation and rebalance those levels so you are truly authentic and connected to the other person. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, I have a, um, a, um, an example, you know, for uh, that, the whole sadhana approach was developed uh, mostly, or was, I would say, really put to the test when I personally hit my lowest of lows back in 2007. And uh, all throughout my 20s, well, in, 20, in 2007, 2008, when I was slowly, when I understood a lot of stuff and I was slowly coming back up the hill, uh, I realized that throughout most of my 20s, um, I, I was not, like definitely not, <laughs> I was not saying what I meant. I was always taking different approaches and shortcuts and trying to be, you know, trying to be funny when I needed to be serious or trying to be, uh, you know, friendly when I needed to be professional. And I was never saying what I really meant. And at the same time, what I said, nine times out of ten, I didn't mean it. I, I was trying, like I was trying to, to be funny, but most of the time I was hurting people. 
So I, I, I wasn't saying really what I meant because I was surrounded with friends, with great people, and I was trying to express to them that I appreciate them, that I love them by, you know, mimicking them or making fun of them, which ended up hurting them. So I wasn't saying what I meant. What I really meant was, uh, I, you know, I, I appreciate you. I, it's great to be your friend. And from what I was saying, like a joke, uh, you know, about, uh, I don't know, the, 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 the haircut of somebody or the, the way they dressed or whatever came out of my mouth, I didn't meant that. I was trying to be funny, but I didn't meant that, you know, their, their haircut was from the 50s or whatever I could come up with. So because I didn't say what I meant and I didn't meant what I actually said, the, the conversations, the, the relationships, I, I didn't nurture those relationships enough to still have them up to this day. Some of them, some of the relationships made it through for one reason is that after my 20s, so in my 30s, I went back to those relationships and I said, you know what, when I, all those times when I said this, this and that, what I really meant was this. So thank you for this. Thank you for being here. Thank you. You know, I appreciate you or anything. But if I, uh, well, um, uh, a good proof of, of that is the, the, the relationships that I revisited, that I reconnected with to be fully authentic, to really deep dive into the self-expression path in and uh, with a purpose, with the purpose of being as authentic as I needed to be, which was at that time, which was 100%, like I, I needed to, you know, cut the bullshit and go straight to the point. The relationships that I did that, I stayed in contact with those people, some up to this day, which is, uh, you know, uh, over like 13, 13, 14 years later. And some of them I could maintain a little bit until we, we parted ways. But every single relationship that I had in my 20s that I did not revisit to be authentic, to express myself, to really say what I meant and have the opportunity to deeply mean what I say, those relationships, they, I, I, don't, I didn't have them in my life. Like they, they didn't come back. They obviously, they, didn't, they probably didn't want to be with me. <laughs> so because I didn't, made the, I didn't open the door to actually reconnect and be authentic, to, give, uh, to be authentic towards them and to give them the opportunity to be authentic towards me, then none of those relationships worked and lasted after my, my 20s. So if you have that type of, you know, resistance or uh, doubts or second thought or regret, I strongly suggest you that you revisit those conversations to re... Uh, how, how to... not to erase them, but to rewrite them in a way that's much more authentic. So I hope that makes sense as the, 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 the fifth element of the sadhana approach, 
all about communication, which is our communication, because that's what we can control, that's what we can manage. And obviously, because it's the communication, our communication, then the path is self-expression. And the purpose, why are we choosing the path of self-expression to focus and to tweak it? It's to always be authentic or as authentic as we can be, which in my belief, we can always be 100% authentic. So I hope that helps you. I hope the, that you will recreate the exercise uh, that we went through, the, the two questions. Did I really say what I meant? And did I really meant what I actually said instead? Because sometimes one can be yes, or you know, the, did, I said what I, did I say what I meant? No. Did I actually meant what I said? Yes, I did. All right, well, I'm halfway through. I'm halfway there. Uh, if it's no, no, then you know that you have a little bit of a, a deeper conversation to have. But every time that you, you ask those questions and did I say what I meant? Yes. Did I meant what I say? Yes. Then you know that you've been authentic and that you can, uh, you, you really connected. Anyway, you did your part to connect. Maybe the other person didn't, didn't receive it well. You know, sometimes when we give feedback, we say what we mean and we mean what we actually said, the message that we shared, but the other person doesn't take it too well. That can happen, but at least we've been honest and authentic on our side. So it gives the best opportunity for the relationship and the conversation to go well. So I hope that you're going to recreate that and you're going to use that, uh, that uh, little uh, exercise. Every time that I do a, a, the chit show, every time I do an episode, I'd like, I like to um, promote somebody or to suggest, to make a suggestion if you want to uh, stick around on the app or if you want to deep dive into a specific subject. And right after this presentation, so in about fifth, well, 14 minutes now, there will be a presentation or a, a, med a guided meditation and a discussion. So a little bit of a presentation, a discussion, a guided meditation by Michelle Schla uh, Schlafman. I hope I pronounced that right, Michelle. Michelle Schlafman. And with my great design skills, <laughs> I, I attempted to recreate her presentation and images, but it's she's gonna help us um, align our heart and our mind. So you you know many times during the day our mind and our heart are disaligned, and then we think too much or we feel too much. So she's gonna help us realign our heart and our mind and our head, so we are completely in line or completely connected with our chakras. So I thought that it was relevant, this presentation being about the throat chakra, which is all about uh, communication and expression. So in 13 minutes now, Michelle Schlafman, uh, <laughs> Michelle Schlafman will guide us a little bit of a discussion and then a guided meditation to uh, go deep dive into our chakras. So uh, if you have any 
questions regarding the, the sadhana approach or specifically from the, the self-expression, you can uh, send me a little, uh, a little message and I will respond for sure. We can have a, a conversation from there. And next week, next time, next same, same time, <laughs> same time, same place, 7 p.m. Eastern time on the Insight Timer and YouTube. I do this show live and uh, I invite you to be there next week. It's all about intuition. So we're going to deep dive into the element of intuition, which suggests to take a path of self-responsibility. So if you want to know what that is all about, tune in next week, Sunday, April 11th at 7 p.m. That's for the chit show. And if you want to experience what the sadhana approach is, not just understand it, but really deep dive into experiencing it, then that's also next Sunday during the, the new moon, April 11, uh, 11, 11 a.m. Eastern time. And we're going to do a, a seven exercises, seven powerful exercises, super simple, but very powerful. And uh, the last time we did it in March, uh, minds were blown. <laughs> Let's put it like that. It really, it, it relaxes you. It's a two-hour workshop. And it really, uh, it gets you to another level of inner peace in just those two hours. So imagine if you would do that approach, a little bit of that approach every single day, then you would see the uh, really good results really quickly. So I invite you to be there April 11th for the, the retreat and for the, uh, the Chicho episode at 7 p.m. In the meantime, I wish you all the best, a really awesome week, and we will see each other next week for another uh, episode of The Chit Show, where we deepen our inner peace. So, take good care of yourself. Thank you for being there. Namaste, my friend.